with Siata Dishmaya, we're going to continue with our lessons and meeting with the King of Kings. And so here we go. We're on this. Uh, we're all on this boat together, guys. So let's enjoy the ride and let's really take a lot from these lessons because we're here to learn. We're here to really absorb and we're here because we have a desire to be in the Vegas with our creator, to cleave to Hashem. But to do that, we have to build the foundation, you know, and so that's what we're doing here right now. So I ask everyone to please pay very good attention to the Shireen. You know, it shouldn't be background noise for you. It should be at the forefront of what you're doing, not something in the back that you're just listening to and glimpsing uh, some words from here to there. It's not about that because this, this is not something that will help you if this is what you're doing so if you want to be if you want Hashem in your life as number one and the priority and cleaving to Hashem and having to be with Hashem and knowing how to talk to Hashem and building a relationship with Hashem you have to make Hashem the most important thing in your world which means you have to stop what you're doing and literally take out a pad and a paper you know pencil and, 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 and paper and start to take notes and start to really have that desire and pay attention to these teachings because it's it's the only way that we're going to get there. It's the only way. It's by learning and having the desire to learn. Once a person has that desire and he's involved in learning how to reach the creator and connect to him, Hashem opens a lot of different doors, guys. But Hashem also knows what's in our heart, in our hearts. He knows what's in your heart and he knows your desire. He knows. He knows everything. So, so too you put forth the effort, so too Hashem will come and he will provide whatever it is that you need to get you to where you really want to be. So now let's start in um and and uh, the lesson for today which is the belief having belief in our creator so so far we we clarified that a person's purpose and um obligation in this world is to be close and attached to hashem right and this has to be our sole aspiration in life it's the little paper that we wrote that i hope we have it everywhere we hope we have it all throughout our home right it's our closeness our purpose in this world is to have a closeness and the biggest to hashem so now we're going to attempt to describe the way of life the way of life that a person has to live in this world in order to reach a state of closeness and the vegas to hashem all right so let's set forth some simple ideas which you know which i'm sure you already know so anyone who has seriously undertaken a project of self-improvement knows knows that a person's main focus must remain on all that is simple and well known as the ramchal writes in the beginning of mesilas uh, yasharim and one point must be kept in mind as we progress guys that you must accept these ideas and fulfill them with simplicity it's simple we have to be in a state of being simple the more one accepts uh, them with simplicity the closer we're going to get to the truth and to hashem but if a person adopts a critical approach listen carefully and tries to argue the validity of each point he will distance himself from the ms from the truth from hashem Shalom. So we have to understand that the secret of the inner life is simplicity of the soul. As it says, my God, the soul you have placed in me is pure. So just as a child who is innocent understands things in a simple way, 
so to the inner soul of a person, the pure element that's inside of us requires simple ideas. And to awaken the element of truth in the soul, the pure element, one has to employ the power of simplicity. And this is the key point of the entire path in which we're going to progress with the help of Hashem. here. So what's the starting point of all Avodas Hashem? What's the starting point? It's the clear and simple awareness that there is a creator. It would seem to most people that this fact needs to be impressed only on someone who's not yet been merited, who hasn't been yet, you know, been able to enter the threshold of Judaism. You need to inform this person or inform that that individual and prove to him through various proofs that the world has a creator. But people raised in a home with long-standing tradition of emunah, who observe our Torah meticulously and are always immersed in Torah and mitzvot, would seemingly not need to be informed about the creator, right? Because they, they already know about him, right? So the basic assumption is the fact that the creator exists is not a point that requires work or effort because it's simple and clear. And we believe that one's avodah begins at a much higher level. However, this is an error. Listen to this carefully. This is a mistake. The fact is that every person has to work on this simple point. Everyone. The almost obvious fact that the world has a creator. The world has a creator. Write this down, guys, and double underline it, put it in bold and highlight it. The world has a creator. And so this notion persists in a person's mind. Like, what's my, what, what, what is lacking in my emunah? Must I learn the secrets of, of Siyat Adishmaya, of the providence and the ideas of the philosophers? So no, this is not our intent here, guys. We're speaking of something very simple. We're speaking of simple emunah. Emunah that the world has a creator. To understand why we have we have to work on this, we have to use a parable. Well, let's use a parable. It's going to shed some light on on this subject and clarify it. A person won twenty million dollars. He won a lottery of twenty million dollars, and his thoughts are totally immersed now in this new state. So he thinks about it as he walks the street. He goes to sleep thinking about it. It's very difficult for him to stop thinking about his good fortune and what to do with all this money. Right. So in contrast, someone else who didn't win the lottery and merely heard the name of the winner doesn't give that much thought, does he? So let's consider the difference between both of these individuals. They both know clearly who won. But while the winner's thoughts are completely absorbed by this fact, the other person is not so affected. It doesn't it, it doesn't grip his entire mind and feelings. And with this example, we can get a better understanding of the case with Emuna. So we all know that there's a creator. But the question is, does this knowledge affect us like the winner of the lottery in our example? Or like the one who didn't win? Think about that for a minute. Does the knowledge of the existence of the creator take complete hold of your mind and heart? Or is it just a fact that you know? but you're not connected to at all times. Do you know that there is a creator? And But how often do you think about that? To what extent 
are you attached to this thought? So the belief that there's a creator has to be alive in your mind and your heart, literally at all times, because it's not merely a kind of general knowledge that serves as a background to your life. It must be the driving force of your life every moment of every hour. Do we get that? So we noted earlier that a person's goal and purpose should be to be close and attached to the creator. So in order to be close, and attached to something, a person has a sense that that thing exists. If the entity to which a person seeks closeness is non-existent, how is, how, how are you supposed to connect to it? To feel close and connected to Hashem, you have to feel clearly that He exists. If a person tries to come close to Hashem before his heart feels that there's a Creator, he lacks real awareness of his existence. What a person is trying to do is he's trying to approach something whose existence he doesn't feel clearly in his heart. So therefore, at the beginning of every Jews Avodah is to feel with all his heart that the world has a creator and only after that, only after that, to work on becoming close to him. So there's three kinds of awareness, guys, three kinds. Now, I hope everyone is listening again. Stop what you're doing and pay attention. Take out a pad and a, and a pencil and seriously do this like you're in school because we're learning about your God and there shouldn't be anything more important than doing that, okay? And if you can't do that right now, then find the time that Hashem gave you to serve Him, which just means to get to know Him and then put on the recording so you can listen to it. And so there's three kinds of awareness, okay? Chokmah, Bina, and Dots. So Chokmah exists when, when you know the facts on a basic level. And Bina exists when you understand them all well. And Da'at is present when one is connected to the matter and totally attached to it. Did we get that? It says that with Da'at, the chambers will be filled. And that's to say that the chambers of the heart are filled with this knowledge that, that, you're, that a person is totally engaged with it. And that is full and complete Da'at. When a person knows something, but doesn't fulfill his, that doesn't fill his heart and mind, he only has half, a partial Da'at of it. So complete Da'at exists only, only when a person is connected and attached to the knowledge at all times with every fiber of his soul and his heart. So with regard to the creator, there's also levels of hukmah, bina, and da'at. So when a person knows that there is a creator and it's clear to him that there's no other possibility, he has hukmah and bina. Are we understanding this? But the da'at exists only when your knowledge grips your mind and your heart in order to recognize something within your soul it's not enough to achieve chokmah and bina. You have to have da'at. The soul can only fully recognize something when the person is strongly bound, bound to it and completely engaged in it. Do we understand? It's a fundamental and powerful principle that our Rabbeim have written. A person who recognizes his creator only with chokmah and bina, but does not think of Hashem at all times is severely, severely lacking in his soul's inner recognition of the Creator. He doesn't properly recognize the Creator in his heart 
and feelings, although he might have intellectual awareness of him, like just only in the mind. And the rule here is that someone who wants to truly recognize the creator, to really know that the world has a creator, has to have his thoughts firmly attached and bound with the creator. Only, only then will your soul recognize the creator. And if someone who's looking for the truth must first establish clearly within himself the basic emuna that the world has a creator. And at first he has to clarify to himself that he intellectually knows about the creator. He's going to have faith established as a tradition from his parents or an ancestors, but not through philosophical analysis, which a rebellion have discouraged. So after a person has verified his absolute belief in the creator, then the avodah is to live with that fact at all times. So obviously, obviously, a person can't suddenly begin to live with this thought in, in, in his mind every moment. The first step is to have a desire to live every moment with an awareness of the creator in your heart. And so practically speaking, working towards achieving this goal is done in stages. And we're going to describe it. We're going to talk about that later. So, Bezat Hashem with Hashem's help, a person's going to eventually be able to live every day, all day with his heart constantly in awareness of our Creator. But before a person begins, begins working on this, it has to be clear. It has to be clear to you that, you, that, that your heart is constantly aware of the Creator it's totally different from the person that doesn't live this way. It's not merely another level, guys, but an entirely different kind of life. It's like he's in a different world. You're going to be in a different world. There is life with the creator and there's an illusionary life without the creator. And if you live with the creator, you leave one world to enter a totally different world, this beautiful, this magical, this can't be even adequately described or in, in words of what I'm saying. But when a person merits the attainment of this level, he will feel like an entirely new creation, similar to what the Rambam writes that a penitent is not the same person at all as, as he was before. So someone who constantly lives with the thought of the creator in his mind, thinks of him when he wakes up, when he washes his hand, when saying Berkat Amazon, when he goes to sleep, throughout the day, constantly, even if the person does not progress beyond this level. And Hashem should help enable all of us, Bezat Hashem, to progress further than this. This will change, this will change our whole life from one extreme to the other. You're going to have an inner sincerity. And deep sense of purpose and this in turn is going to generate into inner strength which is going to permeate your entire spiritual composition you won't be the same person anymore even outsiders will sense that you have undergone some type of change in your soul it's all going to be people are going to see it they're going to see that light coming from you so you have to understand you have to understand and internalize the idea that the required foundation of life is for Hashem to be in your mind and heart. And this applies to every single Jew, man, women, with no difference whatsoever. In this way, you live with the Creator, living with the Creator, eats with the Creator, goes to sleep with thinking of the Creator, and so on. All of your life have to be filled with thoughts of the Creator. And to achieve this, you, you don't need to need to be a genius, especially gifted. All that you need to do 
have is a small measure of sincerity, sincerity in your heart in which to seek the emets and to seek out Hashem. And this is the purpose of life, guys. This is the purpose of life. It's well known and clear that the purpose of life is to be close and attached to the Creator. We said this many times. I, I, we have to repeat things because it has to sink in. The first thing you have to work on is to remember at all times that this world has a Creator. And there's no words to express the value of the wondrous treasure of thinking about about the creator all the silver and gold and the world do not equal the value of this knowledge it's a precious and wondrous treasure with no equal it's a treasure through which you can reach perfection closeness to hashem and the vacas to him that's to say that this kind of thought is going to be enable you to properly fulfill the torah mitzvot how do you like that? If a person would know the greatness of this treasure, which is simply to live constantly with the thought that the world has a creator, he's going to pursue it at all costs, ignoring the interests and the vanities of this world. The person would firmly attach, to attach himself to this thought all the time, all the time, except when learning Torah. But Hashem's will is that before a person toils to acquire this awareness, he cannot sense how wondrous it is and how happy he will be when his soul acquires it. Hashem's will is that a person should toil with faith. And only afterwards he'll experience what the Pasuk says. Taste and see that Hashem is good. Taste and see that Hashem is good. Right? And so the Vilna Gaon writes that the greatest pain a soul undergoes is when a person passes to the next world right and realizes what he could have achieved in this world but he didn't this is the greatest pain and this causes the soul so much suffering that the difference between a person who reaches gan eden with the level of da'at described that we just talked about and the one who does not is like the difference between heaven and earth do we get that and a person who has this deep knowledge and lives with it all the time has a higher place guys you get a higher place in God Eden because you're closer to Hashem. Do you understand that? You were closer to Hashem in this world. So you're going to be closer to Hashem in Olam Abba. So the inner essence of Gan Eden is closeness to Hashem. And so therefore, the more a person thinks of Hashem and loves Him in the depths of his heart, the closer to Hashem will his place be in Gan Eden. And these concepts are so clear and obvious to anyone who recognizes the panemius of life. But, here's the but, guys, here's the but. The Yetzirah causes a person to live superficially caught up with without understanding the greatness and depth of the insight that a person has to live with Hashem at all times to the extent that knowledge of the creator penetrates into deeper and deeper levels of the soul until it fills the entire heart the greater will his closeness to Hashem be in this world in Gan Eden and in the world to come the person will merit you will merit greater closeness to Hashem for all eternity, forever and ever. And the opposite is also true, Hasbe Shalom. If in the death of your heart, you're far from the connection to Hashem and you're engaged only in actions, but not in an inner connection, although you certainly will receive a reward, by the way, for all your deeds, you're not going to lose the primary aspect of the reward, which is to delight. No, you will lose. You, you, you will lose, I'm sorry, the primary aspect of the reward, which is to delight in Hashem. 
You have to understand that the whole point of life is to be connected and attached to Hashem in all the inner recesses of the heart through the study of Torah and the fulfillment of the 613 mitzvot. And so as much as this point, it seems so simple, right? It seems so simple and clear. So, so are people far from realizing it. So many people are really far from this, guys. A person can learn Torah most of the day and pursue many acts of kindness and keep the mitzvot. The minor ones, as carefully as the major ones, but yet almost never think of Hashem and not realize to whom he is involved, with whom he is involved. The Hazonish wrote at the end of a private letter of instruction that the main thing is to remember before whom you toil. Before whom you're toiling. A person might think, might work hard, right? You may work very hard using a, a specific method and structured guidance, but you miss the main point if you don't remember before whom you are toiling. So you have to say to yourself, do I not keep in mind before whom I toil? Of course I do. It's clear to me that I toil before Hashem. But to understand the error behind this line of reasoning, we have to provide a parable. So listen to this. So someone, let's say someone's sitting at a table. And before, before, before this person, there are various foods like meat, potatoes, rice. So a person sees the food. But when he tries to eat it, he's told that he doesn't have permission to eat it. You don't have permission to eat that. So when he tries again later, he's told, what are you lacking? Like, what do you want to eat? You know there's food and you see it. So what are you missing? So the obvious answer is that the knowledge that there's food and the sight of it are not satisfying. As long as a person only knows about the food, but it is still outside his body, he can't be satisfied. Only when the food enters into the body and is digested does a person feel full. So this example is going to somewhat explain the point, the point here at hand. The main thing is to know before whom you are toiling. Before who you toil, there's a kind of knowledge uh, analogous to food that one sees but cannot consume. And there's another kind of knowledge that enters the person like food that enters the body. But when the knowledge of before whom you toil is just ordinary information, but not consistently and constantly kept in your mind, it's external to you. It is external to the person. A person doesn't live with it and doesn't taste it. It's like food that you know exists, but you don't eat it. So information that you have or that you don't contemplate, that you don't contemplate and live with is only intellectual and not knowledge of the heart. And the main point is missing. So our main avodah, our main avodah, guys, please listen to this. Our main avodah is to ensure that the awareness before whom you toil becomes an inner knowledge that defines your life. To become inner knowledge, this remembrance of the fact that there is a creator must be present every hour of your day. Then, if your thoughts are fixed and attached to this idea at all times, the message will gradually seep into your heart. It's no longer going to be merely intellectual knowledge, but the heart knowledge. Okay, so when it becomes heart knowledge, you live with it and it sustains you. And it says, as it says, the righteous man lives with his emuna, which means that he receives, you will, you will receive vitality from your very emuna in the creator. And when the knowledge is only intellectual, it provides very little energy. But when it's in the heart, a person can draw vitality from the basic knowledge that there is a creator. 
Hazaku Baruch. I hope that this this brings you to a new level of understanding. Bezrat Hashem. I know we gave. By the way, our talk is very simple. It's not complicated. It's not complicated at all. The cloud is a simple concept. Know that the world has a God and you should be living and breathing it all the time, which means you should feel it internally. You should feel it in your innards. Your whole life should be only about Hashem. You should wake up thinking about Hashem. You should eat thinking about Hashem. You should do everything thinking about Hashem. Hashem should be everything for you because it's everything for you because everything around you is Hashem. So that's the connection that we need to make, guys. But to do that, it can't be an intellectual process. It can't be like, oh yeah, I, I heard about it. Oh, yeah, I'm aware of it. That doesn't mean anything. That doesn't do anything for you. What is that going to do for you? It's not going to do anything for you for sure in Gan Eden and, or in the Olam Abba. It's not. What's going to do for you is to know it in your heart. And we're here doing these exercises to bring an awareness to you. And hopefully you're paying attention to these lessons. And it's not background music for you. And you're really here at the forefront right here right there trying to really get attached to your creator you have to have it in your heart because if it's not internalized then you're not living it you're not living it you're just this lip lip action it's external it's external like with the food is on the table but just not inside of you what are you doing with it nothing nothing you're doing like any other person can do you know, it's all external to you. It's not, you're not connected. Okay, so this is what we're trying to get. We're trying to get connected. And Bezat Hashem, we're going to continue with these lessons. should help give all of us the zechut that we need Bezat Hashem to bring, the, to bring the light of Mashiach into this world with a lot of love and mercy. Bezat Hashem, and especially during Hanukkah, the lights of miracles and wonders that are coming into our world. You know, in a couple of days, we're going to be tapping into that great light. So what are you tapping into also on Hanukkah? Well, what light are you tapping into? Are you just going to light the candle and walk away? Or are you going to absorb yourself in that light with Kavana and feel it in your heart? And that's how we have to look at the Creator all the time and all the beats vote and everything that we do. Baruch Adonai Le'olam Amen Ve'Amen.